ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Sweden, Israel, and the United Kingdom, and in the states of Massachusetts, California, and New Jersey. And to all of you for helping us reach 110,000 listeners, because you keep listening up, Lift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you stay focused on reaching your personal business and spiritual goals. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is carry lavender. Lavender draws good luck to you. Keep a small amount of lavender oil or the dried flowers in your pocket or purse. I always have a lavender plant growing just outside my living room window where I can enjoy its beauty and feel its energy. The flowers are delicate and it always makes me smile when they start to bloom for yet another spring. My current one is several years old. It started out as a very small plant and has grown large and more beautiful every year. What amazes me the most about um, my plant is that every periodically the leaves will change and there doesn't seem to be any particular rhyme or reason or particular pattern. So the shape and the texture of the leaves just change. It really confused me the first time it happened. Now I just notice with curiosity and awe at the wonders of nature and life. I've learned also to let go when a lavender plant or any plant dies. I used to want each plant to last forever. Now I understand that when something has achieved its purpose, it needs to move on and I need to let it go. With something as important to me as a lavender plant, I take it as an opportunity 
to find the plant that I need now with the energy that I need for all of the gifts that it has to bring to me at this point in my evolution. As in life, I've had to learn how to let go of what is dead or no longer productive or healthy. Then there's room for new life, new energy, and new experiences that fit who I am now. As I grow and change, so do the plants, people, and opportunities that come into my life. With lavender being a plant that brings good luck and abundance, I recognize that the death of one plant means that I'm ready for a higher level of good luck and abundance. It's feng shui in the garden. Letting go of the old makes room for the new. I learned this lesson with an African violent plant. Violet plant that I had for almost 30 years. I never fertilized it or watered it properly, yet it was in constant bloom for all those years. When I divorced and moved into my own space, it stayed with me and thrived for several more years until it unexpectedly died. It signified the end of an era and a new beginning. I bought several new African violets in succession and each one died. I finally chose new plants that thrive in my new home. My mother used to grow African violets from single leaves. She would line them up on her windowsill and nurture them until they bloomed. And then she would give them to her friends as gifts. I'm not my mother, however, and I have different gifts to give to others. As I let go of the parts of me that I had adopted in order to fit in, but that didn't fit my true nature, I was able to grow into my authentic self. Like my guest today, paying attention to the plants in my life has helped me learn about myself and about life. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Catherine Hall, who's here to talk about life lessons learned from gardening. If you missed last week's show with Tom Bunn on being free of panic, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on this topic, please listen to some of our shows like these. March 15, 2018 with Corinne Zupko, Inner Peace is Unstoppable. May 3, 2018 with Dean Slider, Fear Less, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction. 
and April 4th, 2018 with Julie Potiker, Mindful Methods for Staying Calm in the Midst of Chaos. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining stories. I want to begin with an email I received this week from a listener. She wrote, before I found your radio show, I would have got, I would go long periods each day where I would have to stop what I was doing and just cry. I have been listening to your show for about seven months now, and I no longer have these daily bouts of crying. I have been using the information you and your guests provide, and it has changed my life. I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't found your show. I don't know how much longer I would have been able to go on with so much sadness and feelings of hopelessness. Thank you for helping me heal, develop strategies for letting go of negative thoughts and unmanageable feelings and engage in a life in, in a life in life in a way that often feels magical. I'm actually learning to enjoy my life and I'm sharing your show and your ideas with other people who need it. Reading this email touched me deeply. We don't always know the impact we have on people's lives. Getting feedback like this helps me know that the information I'm sharing is fulfilling my mission. Not everyone can afford individual counseling or coaching, and others don't have the time or access. For others, it isn't something they would ever choose to do, or the whole process feels too overwhelming. This show reaches people across the world, often in remote places where they would not receive this kind of information otherwise. I'm grateful that this show helps people to improve the quality of their lives and to live with more ease, joy, and self-compassion. I remember the first time I weeded my front lawn and how immensely satisfying it was following the root of the weed to its source so I could get all of it. I also remember discovering how the roots of what looked like separate weeds were actually linked underground and part of the same weed system. If I wasn't extremely careful and attentive, my efforts would be a waste of time as the weeds would flourish underground, popping up in new and unexpected places. I discovered that the same is true in life. Problems like weeds often appear to be unrelated until you get under the surface. And if you don't pull out the entire root, the problem continues to grow, masquerading above ground as if it were unrelated to the original source. Most of us try to solve our problems as if they were single circumstances, unrelated to any other problem. This causes us to get caught in a cycle of repetitive behavior without getting to the root or the source of the problem. When we start to look for what's going on under the surface, we can begin to experience real change, sometimes for the first time ever. Doing this in my own life has allowed me to transform from the little girl who was afraid to answer a question in class to a top-ranked radio host, a coach chosen by expertise for the 16 best life coaches in Dallas, a speaker, and a best-selling author. 
None of this was predictable or would have happened without pulling out the roots of the problems that were blocking my true potential. This concept came to me toward the beginning of my coaching career. It was part of a dream in which my ultimate creative problem-solving process was given to me. The spiritual realm showed me how my process could help people discover and pull out the source of their problems at the very root and truly be free. Peace, joy, flow, ease, happiness, synchronicity, and more are all possible as we connect our current difficulty with its source. I wrote this story in August 1999. It helped me get to the root of some of my ongoing problems. The little girl loved her tree. There were so many special places for her to play and to just be. Sometimes she would swing on the rope. Sometimes she would dance around the tree and talk to the beautiful flowers. Some were open. Some were still maturing and waiting for the right moment to burst forth in their full glory, pink, yellow, red, and sway in the breeze. Sometimes she would hang on to the branches and play with them like a sculptor, moving them this way and that, creating something new with each movement. Her beloved tree gave her shelter and protection. She would hide under it when she was sad and she would seek its umbrella when she didn't want anyone to know where she was. When she put her back up against the tree, it was it was as if it were her strength. Her dad, mom, friends, none of her tormentors could see her here. Sometimes she would lie across the big branch and pretend she was actually a part of the tree. Then no harm whatsoever could ever come to her. From her hiding place, she could see others, but they couldn't see her. That was her power. That was her true strength. She was hiding and would continue to do so until the time was right. Then she would emerge in her true glory, having learned from her most precious tree the lessons of patience, endurance, strength, love, gratitude, kindness, beauty, giving and taking, life and death, lightness and darkness. Our guest today Catherine Hall knows about the power of nature. She's an internationally known book publicist who has spent over 30 years promoting best-selling books designed to make a difference as expressed in her tagline, Changing the World One Book at a Time. She holds a BA in English and did anthropological graduate work. Her articles have appeared in many publications, including Science of Mind, Ode Magazine, Birdwatcher's Digest, the San Francisco Business Times, and Western North Carolina Woman. She is the author of Plant Whatever Brings You Joy, Blessed Wisdom from the Garden, and her popular blog is plantwhateverbringsyoujoy.com. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. As Tapas Das wrote me this week, 
Thanks, Dr. Paula. I like your content. It's brief but effective and always the right one for me. Very helpful. Your question for today is what problems do you need to pull out at the roots? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Catherine Hall, who's here to talk about life lessons learned from gardening. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or make a contribution, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what problems you need to pull out at the roots. I'm so pleased to welcome Catherine Hall, who's here to talk about life lessons learned from gardening. Catherine, welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much. It's a joy to be here. Well, thank you. I um, in in our conversations um, previous to, to the show, it was so clear that we share an understanding of nature and a connection to nature in a very similar way. And so I really became intrigued with your book and very much wanted to have you on the show. So I'm grateful you're here joining us. Um, and and I know that you're a, a popular blogger and that you have a blog that um, shares the same name as the book. So how did gardening um, become so important to you in your life? I think it all, I almost stumbled into it because I'd been so focused on being a publicist, being a single parent. My daughter went off to college, and all I wanted to do was move to the country and get a dog. That's, that was my dream, and I did it. I packed up and moved to a very remote uh, village on the coast of Mendocino County in California. Uh, I had space around me, I much more space than I was ever used to, and I decided, what? why don't I just start planting some flowers and see what happens? I, I haven't had time or space to do that before. And as I started working with the earth, I noticed that the things I was learning, planting and watching things grow, were lessons that would apply to my life, and I found that really fascinating. So I started taking notes, and um, just based on my, my observations, I would go out, I found myself having a, a totally new pattern, I'd go outside, there was no one around, I'd go out in my pajamas every early morning, to this day I still go out in my pajamas every early morning, it's never changed, <laughs> after all these decades, and start working in the earth, and just observing things I'd never had time or inclination to actually pay close attention to. And it was a world that was utterly fascinating, and I began looking things up. I would start researching. Mind you, this this started before I even had a computer. (laughs) Just 20 Uh years to to write this book. Um, You know, now it's my my process uh, that I'm constantly looking things up. And now I'm connected to a, a worldwide network of gardening bloggers, which is one of the joys of being a blogger, especially a gardening blogger, because you meet gardening bloggers from all over the country or all over the world, actually, and asking questions and sharing information and trying new things. And so it's just never stopped. Uh, it's just a continuous exploration of nature, and it means that I'm out of doors, I had a wonderful teacher once who said, the best thing you can do for yourself is to spend at least one hour out of doors every day. And it's so healing to do that. And your life starts transforming and changing if you will make that a a practice to spend at least one hour out of doors every day. And be sure your children spend one hour at least out of doors every day, your life will automatically start reaping the benefits of, of being closer to nature and and to take time to see what's out there. What are those bugs? What are those little bumps underneath that leaf? Look it up. 
um, where, how many bumblebees live together? How are they different from honeybees? Uh, what is it about, I know somebody who, who is making places for mason bees to live, and he's showing us pictures of what mason bees look like. So it's just a continual process of exploration of the wonders of the world, and we are part of that. We are part of that. So well, uh, being in the... Well, I, I, I think it's really beautiful because it's not, it, it operates on so many levels. It's scientific, it's um, information about the world and, and the other creatures and beings that surround us, the other living things. And it's also spiritual. It's that deep connection with something that, um, that we all share that um, words don't even really express. It's just a deep connection to everything in the universe. Yes. And it's a source of unconditional love, mutual unconditional love. Um, endless discovery. Endless discovery and uh, endless source of, if you're a cur- naturally curious person, I don't see you, I don't think anybody can go out and start working in a garden, even if it's just some pots on your deck, if that's all the space you have. It, you immediately enter a new realm that invites your curiosity, that invites your, um, something you've never thought about before that will balance what you do with your work life. The garden for me is always a balance for whatever I'm doing in my work life. Being a publicist can be really demanding and challenging. No matter what I'm going through in that realm, if I step outside the back door or the front door, mostly it's the back door right now, Um. There's a world out there waiting for me that is full of beauty, that is uh, the opposite of what it's like to be talking to publishers in New York on the phone. (laughs) Whatever, you know what I mean. Um, It's just an instant balance that uh, will help you ground, that will have you breathing fresh air, that will have sunlight falling on your skin which you need, um, that will awaken you in ways that maybe your work life just can't, can't do. Not that we don't love our work lives, but we need balance. We need well, balance. Abso- absolutely. And I want to get back to what you said earlier about the healing um, aspects. And we even have research now that proves that spending time around trees, in nature, around water, actually helps to release stress by 10%, lower blood pressure, increase our immune system, and so on, so that it's not just a, um, a vapid thought that, oh, you know, being outside is healing. It truly is. It truly is. And if you have companions with you, uh, like a cat or a dog 
or the un, and the ones that you might not expect. I befriended um, some birds that came to my garden for a while, and they would come down and actually eat peanuts off the picnic table <laughs> when I put them out. Or people make friends with hummingbirds and gain trust and feed hummingbirds. I'm sure you've seen videos of people who are feeding hummingbirds right out of their hands. That kind of joy you cannot buy. That kind of joy is free for the taking and for the exploration that whatever your heart guides you to do, um, to follow it and see where it leads. And maybe before you would have thought that was silly, but now you have a big smile on your face and you're happy and you want more of it. And all kinds of unexpected things happen. I agree 100%. And I wanted to pick up with what you said about the birds because I have a deep connection with birds. And as um, I mentioned on a show in, on, on April 11th, the first hummingbird of the year came to me and came to my living room window during the show and said hello. And that's a full, I know, and it's a full month before they usually come. Um, they usually come around Mother's Day in, in, in May, which is around the time this show will be airing. But in, in addition, that's even earlier than they're supposed to come to the feeders because in my area in Dallas, they're not supposed to come to the feeders at the beginning of the season. They're supposed to come later in the season. And yet mine always come to me early and it brings me such joy. Um, and they actually come and interact with me through the window. <laughs> That is so lovely. I love that. I think I just read that hummingbirds live about five years, which surprised me. So maybe they're the same hummingbirds remembering what you're offering them, and they come back and they visit you every year. I absolutely believe that. And then I believe that they also teach their offspring, you know, that this is what we do. And so when that um, five-year span is over, their offspring pick up the, the same um, uh, behaviors and interactions. I completely agree. I totally agree. And I know that's true. We have a lot of ravens here, and I know that ravens are incredibly intelligent. And they know, I, they know me. I know they know me. Um, I've had some really extraordinary experiences with them. I can tell you something happened with ravens. Once they were squawking, squawking, squawking out in front of my house, and I said, what, what is the problem? What is the problem? And I went outside, and there was a, a, a dead raven on the street. And I said, okay, okay. And I, I went out with, uh, you know, gloves on and a couple of plastic bags, and I, they watched me. And I took the body into my garden, and I made a hole. The ravens flew back over me, and they watched what I was doing. And they flew over my head. They watched what I was doing, and I buried the raven, and I put a stone on top. And when I was finished, they flew away. What a and I know, this, I know they know. I know they, to this day, know that, that I did that that they recognize me and, and they know that I did that. So 
Absolutely, and that they asked you to do it, and and you know, and the gratitude they must feel, and I believe that that they do feel mm-hmm. have feelings, and that they they mm-hmm. wanted their raven buried, and they knew that you could do it. I I, I think well, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty extraordinary. Yeah, they needed help, and I responded, and they they watched me, and they were they were grateful, and, and then they left because they knew it was done. Really extraordinary. Do you want to hear another extraordinary story in the garden? Yes, please. (laughs) Two years ago, I was pruning a a butterfly bush. And I thought there were a lot of cobwebby things in the bush. And I thought, oh, dear. And I thought they were tent caterpillars or something. I didn't know, but I cut them off and I tossed them in the recycling. And then later I thought, you know, I really didn't know for sure. I Googled. I actually got one. I Googled it. I put one on Facebook and somebody said, I think that's a butterfly. And I went, no. (laughs) Have I tossed butterfly caterpillars in my recycling bin? So I went back out and I at night, and I tipped it over, and I pulled the branches out and tried to put them back under the butterfly bush. The next morning I went out, they were climbing out of the recycling bin, one by one. And between, like, 8 o'clock in the morning and noon, these caterpillars emerged from the recycling one by one, and every single one I picked up and I put back in the butterfly bush, and I apologized to them. (laughs) <laughs> and what I found out was that this is really amazing to my mind. What I found out, because I know one of the butterfly experts in California was that they were, um, am I going to remember? I think they're painted. I'm not going to remember the exact kind. I'm not. Um, but they were a, a kind of butterfly bush is known as a, uh, not as a host plant, but just as a uh, the flowers that feed butterflies. This is one of the rare times that a butterfly had used a butterfly bush as a as a host plant where they could put their eggs because they did. I watched them. They they went ahead and bred and and had their babies in my butterfly bush because I had salvaged them. And there was only one other case in Northern California because I researched it. And and she has. She has, like, so many butterfly bushes now in her yard. She just keeps planting them over and over. Mine never came back, but it actually made it into a scientific journal that these caterpillars that I dragged out of the recycling had used my butterfly bush as a host plant. So you cannot imagine things like that when you start gardening. Things like that could happen that could bring you unexpected joy and make you laugh and end up in a, in a scientific journal because something like that happened in your garden, I'm telling I, you, it's just endless source of delight and joy. I I love it. And after the break, we're going to come back and hear even more wonderful stories um, f- that you've experienced. Um, this is so delightful. Thank you so much. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Story. 
spirit. While you're listening to commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter and receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down what lessons are you learning today that will help you grow. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Catherine Hall to talk more about life lessons learned from gardening. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down 
what lessons you're learning today that will help you grow. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how a Archangel Charian um, can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Catherine Hall talking about life lessons learned from gardening. Um, Catherine, it's a really a delight to share with you um, the joy of, of nature. And I, your book um, really spoke to me, and I love that it was set up as um, in 52 chapters, 52 lessons um, or metaphors that uh, life lessons, really, that you learned from the garden. So talk to us a little bit about that. I think it's a, um, a beautiful way to talk about nature, gardening, and life. Thank you. Um, all along, as I, uh, I, would, I would work in the garden. How this evolved is I would work in the garden, and I would see something happening, and then I would challenge myself to... Um, to say, how can I say what I'm learning as simply as possible? And and I want to say this. I had worked with the I Ching for a really long time. And I would find that as I was going about my living my life, that I'd be in some situation where I, I just needed some piece of wisdom to get me through that moment. And very often, something would kind of, bubble up from my subconscious that was something from the I Ching that would get me through that moment. Um, and I wanted to be able to, to replicate that with this book so that I would think of something really, really simple that might take root in the hearts of people who read the book. And then when they were in some situation, that little bit of wisdom would bubble up from their subconscious and help them through that moment. Um, Harkening back to what you were talking about, one of the metaphors is recognize when a plant's life is spent and be willing to let it go, very much like your African violet stories. Uh, Rotate your crops. Never underestimate the power of one tiny seed. And then I wrote stories from my life that would illustrate that lesson. So I learned in the garden, honed in on what was the simplest way to say that that might help people, and then tell a story about how that worked in my life. One of the the metaphors was share generously your bounty, because the earth is so generous, isn't it? (laughs) Plant one package of zucchini seeds and see what happens in a season. You'll be astounded how many zucchinis you've got. They're very generous sometimes. <laughs> Dandelions, very generous. Um, and how I illustrated that share generously your bounty was I had put my grandmother when she was 94, really could not live alone anymore, though she had done really well until she was 94 years old. And then she just needed some help. And I ended up putting her in a nursing home in Sonoma County in Northern California. Very nice, very loving place very beautiful little town. And I would uh, go to see her several times a week and got very involved in that community. And I, to get there, I had to drive down this two-lane country road. Beautiful, beautiful drive. And I so enjoyed it. And one day, I noticed that someone had started selling flowers by the side of the road outside a large property. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. 
And so I began wondering what happened. They were only selling them on weekends. What happened to those flowers they didn't sell on Monday? So I explored it, tracked down the owner, had a meeting with the owner, asked her what happened to the flowers that they didn't sell on the weekend, and why did they have all these flowers anyway? She had a wholesale nursery. She sold some of those flowers to the public on the weekend, but on Monday, the ones that had been picked were recycled. I said, would you consider letting me have some of those to take to the nursing home? Oh, she loved that because she didn't like recycling them. It made her kind of sad. So she said, come Monday morning and we'll have some flowers ready for you. So I drive up in my Explorer, you know, ready to fill up maybe two or three buckets of flowers. No, there are 30 buckets of roses, roses in excellent shape to take to the nursing home. I could barely get them in the back of my truck. So I drive up to the nursing home, (laughs) drive up, park in front, go inside and say, come on, ladies, bring the nurses out. (laughs) The whole truck is full of every conceivable high-end roses. You hardly ever, you you don't see these in grocery stores. (laughs) These are Mm -hmm. high-end roses sold all over the country. And we just pulled out every vase we could find, and we filled every common room with vases of roses, every individual room with roses. This went on for an entire season. I did this every week. We named it Cada Lunes, Spanish for every Monday. Every Monday, I was bringing a truckload of roses to these people. What if I hadn't stopped and asked? What are the kinds of things? Each of my stories, I end with questions for the reader. What is there in your life that you could have access to that might be being recycled or tossed that you could share with somebody that it would make an immense difference in their lives? simply by asking a few questions and maybe driving by and picking something up. It's extraordinary what's, what's out there that we can, uh, just by, you know, going a little past our own comfort zone, that could enhance the lives of others. So share generously your bounty. Well, and, and, it, and, and, it, and it really sort of multiplied because... Not only did you do something good, but you really helped her because they didn't like having to essentially throw away those gorgeous roses. So exactly. and rose cut roses, um, just like nature, cut roses soak up negative energy and are actually healing. And so you were, um, in addition, helping not only with the beauty. But in a, but also in terms of creating more positive energy in that nursing home. Yeah. And imagine how many of those women probably had their own rose gardens, you know, before they ended up in a nursing home. So many, they were elderly, you know. I think it was such a gift in so many different ways. Absolutely. And and like you say, it just started with a simple question. Um, And if you had ignored that, what I would call that whisper, maybe that intuition, that thought that 
maybe was yours, maybe was planted um, from the universe to help you connect with that, um, with her so that you could um, create this beautiful experience for everyone. Right. You never know what's going to happen. My daughter and I had an experience, something like that related. You know, if I can plant a flower someplace, I do. (laughs) You know, why not? Um, My daughter and I lived in Amsterdam for three years. When she was five, I took her to Europe and put her in a Rudolf Steiner school six days a week. And um, we lived in in a flat at the edge of Amsterdam, which we loved. But I was still in the city, and I had actually told myself I would never live in a city again, but I did. I lived in Amsterdam, last city I lived in. And I started feeling kind of disconnected from nature, probably. And I said, Catherine, don't complain about it. Do something about it. So I went out and looked at the sidewalk in front of my house and discovered, paid attention, that the Dutch have really, really big... Not very deep, but very big uh, blocks of cement that they create sidewalks from. And you can pick them up, and underneath is sand. <laughs> so I got permission to move the ones next to our building, and we stored them behind in case anybody ever wanted to replace them. And we dug up the sand, and we replaced my daughter and I replaced it with earth, and we started planting plants in front of our building. Well, something amazing happened because we were always the Americans in that neighborhood. I never felt fully, you know, embraced by the Dutch community in our neighborhood. That act completely transformed our relationship with the neighborhood. People started showing up at my door, knocking on the door, giving me plants to plant, offering me money to buy plants. And we had a whole different take on what it was like living there. And on top of that, a woman down the street came and knocked on the door one day and said her husband was an invalid who always sat and looked out the window all day. And would we come down and do the same thing in front of her house? So we did. Wow. So just as a little ingenuity, you know, I mean, really transformation is not always that far away. Um, it just takes a little boldness and you can't be thinking, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. Maybe you can. (laughs) Exactly. And you did it through planting the flowers, but somebody else might do it through a simple act of saying hello or um, opening a door for someone. Um, You never know. A smile. Exactly. And and so how do we bring more joy to ourselves? And in the process, it it snowballs and we're able to really bring joy to, to others. We can do it intentionally for others, but we can also do it. It can also happen as a byproduct of our creating what brings us joy for ourselves. Remember you said earlier that you never know the impact you have in others' lives. There's no way you could know the impact you have in others' lives. It's impossible. So you might think, oh, I said good morning. It's not that 
important, but maybe it, you know, maybe it made that person stay. Some little girl walked by my house the other day. She's a little brown-skinned girl. She had a scarf on her head. I'd never seen her before, like a shy teenager, a young teenager. And she turned around, and she looked at me, and she said, your house is so pretty. And it, I get tears mm-hmm. in my eyes just thinking that she said that. Now, that little girl doesn't know that I had tears in my eyes and my heart was open that she did that. But it was the sweetest thing that a child would walk by the garden and say, your house is so pretty. I know she was influenced by the garden itself. That's Um, really beautiful. And on that note, um, let's close um, this portion of the show. Um, And thank you so very much for sharing your love of gardening and your wisdom about life. And I'd like to encourage everybody to purchase your book, Plant Whatever Brings You Joy, Blessed Wisdom from the Garden. And I know it's available on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble. And um, so so anyone anywhere can get it through the Internet. And also check out your popular blog, plantwhateverbringsyoujoy.com. Thank you so very much, Catherine. Um, Thank it's been you an so absolute much. delight. <laughs> um, and you. have a beautiful day. You're welcome. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Register for my new workshop, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor an experiential workshop such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, or discovering hope and silver linings. If you mention the show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to Archangel Cherian, who helps people remove hidden blocks to their progress. Ask for his help daily and addition to whoever else you pray to in order to remove your hidden blockages and obstacles. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Cherry and I give you permission in a positive way only to help me recognize and remove the hidden blocks that are preventing me from being happy. You can even be more specific and say something like I give you permission in a positive way only to help me remove the hidden blocks to my being happy in my love relationship. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. And please join us next Thursday right here when Paul Selig will share spiritual insights into the divine self and the nature of existence on May 23rd when Mark Beckoff will talk about understanding the true nature of dogs on May 30th when Jeff Lasowitz. We'll talk about unblocking your creativity. 
I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.